wrestling gets real, the White House gets its name, and Christopher Columbus might still be exploring. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Monday, October 12th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here is what you need to know about today. Okay, so it's Columbus Day, so maybe a few of you have today off. They don't really do much on Columbus Day anymore. It's also Indigenous People Day. It's National Savings Day as well, and Farmer's Day. So yesterday, actually, I went to a farm with the kids to go pick up a pumpkin, and uh, I feel like I've celebrated Farmer's Day already, so I'm going to skip that. Yeah, you know, really, I only have time for one national day today, and that national day is National Pulled Pork Day. And do I feel bad about being on a farm yesterday and seeing pigs around the pumpkins and then doing pulled pork today? No. No, I do not. Actually, I put the pulled pork on last night. Uh, It takes quite some time in the smoker. I don't know if you guys have ever done pulled pork, and if you have a smoker, it is super easy to do. You just rub that pork butt down with, uh, I get it, grow up, come on. Yeah, no, you rub mustard on the uh, pork butt, and then you put a little sugar, paprika, uh, salt, pepper, cumin, onion powder, garlic. You mix all that together. And yeah, put too much seasoning on it. What you think is too much is just enough. Pop it into your smoker at about 225. Let that sit in there for several hours. Sometimes it could be eight hours. Sometimes it could be 12, depending on the weight. You don't want to pull that out until that baby hits about 200 degrees. And when it does, oh man, it's amazing. It is so good. So pulled pork day, uh, that's going to be a day that I can definitely get behind. (laughs) But get it, pork butt, (laughs) get behind. Yeah, so I went there too. All right. Hey, did you know that the president could rename the White House? Well, yeah, it's been renamed. We're going to tell you that story after this. All right, welcome back. As I mentioned earlier, it is Columbus Day today. That's because today marks Christopher Columbus's first expedition. Uh, it made landfall in the Caribbean on this day in 1492. All right, so we're told as kids that he discovered America. Well, As you know, millions of people were already here. So he discovered America like I discovered the sushi place downtown. Yeah, people were already there. It had some decent Yelp reviews. And so I went back and I told other people about it. That's kind of how he discovered America. Um, I'm not sure how our Yelp reviews were back then, but I bet we were pretty good. Anyway, we have a story about Columbus today, but since it's close to Halloween... I thought I would tell you a story about what happened with Columbus after he died. Yeah, can I get some spooky music for this? Oh yeah, that's good. Okay, so you think that Christopher Columbus may have had a big funeral, but actually it was only attended by a few people. Don't worry, that's not the scary part. Christopher Columbus died in 1506 at the age of 54. He was in Spain. He was buried alive. Actually, no, that didn't happen, but, you know, I'm just going with the music here. Anyway, years later, his son died. It was decided to move his remains, as well as his son's remains, to the Dominican Republic. So they dug him up. 
and he sailed across the Atlantic, just like he did when he was alive. Years later, Spain wanted his remains back. And, you know, just to make the story scary, I'll say that Christopher Columbus was calling Spain from the Dominican Republic. So, he was again moved back to Spain after a stop in Cuba. Because, you know, even dead people like cigars. The real question is, where are his bones? The Dominicans say that his bones are still there. The Spanish say that they're there. Perhaps his bones are behind you. Yeah, I I know. Okay, it wasn't that scary of a story, but it is kind of weird that his bones are somewhere. He actually did more exploring and crossed the Atlantic more uh, dead than I have alive. Man, I kind of hate this coronavirus. I really want that trip. Anyway, uh, we don't know where Columbus's bones are. Uh, they're, They're somewhere. We'll just say that they're still exploring. Okay, let's actually move on to an actual scary story here, or potentially a scary story. Yeah, you know the address, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It's one of the most famous addresses in the world. The house at that address would become known as the White House on this day in 1901. For 101 years, the house was officially called the Executive Mansion, but referred to uh, by people as the Presidential Palace, or the President's Palace, or the Presidential Mansion, or the President's House, you know, all these different names. It didn't really have a great name, so they picked it on this day. Teddy Roosevelt was the guy that picked it. And why the White House, aside from the obvious paint color? Well, it may have been inspired by the White House plantation in Virginia. That's where Martha Washington lived. So it might have been a tip of the hat to our first first lady. Okay, so it wasn't Washington that uh, created the name, of course. It was Teddy Roosevelt. Washington was off with Columbus, I guess. The scary part of the story is that a president can rename the White House. What if Trump listens to this podcast? What if he realizes that he can actually rename it the Trump White House and Casino? That right there. That's a Halloween story. All right, let's move now to 1978. And this one's kind of a creepy one as well. In 1978, John Ritchie, better known by his stage name, Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols, a punk rock band, was charged with murdering his girlfriend. Yeah, Sid woke up in the morning after a night of partying and drugs to find Nancy dead on the bathroom floor. She was stabbed and she bled to death. The police showed up and Sid said, yeah, I stabbed her, uh, but I never meant to kill her. Later on, he took back that confession and said that, well, you know, maybe she fell on the knife. Uh, The police weren't buying it. Anyway, Sid attempted suicide 10 days later, and he was moved to Bellevue. And then he tried again. Yeah, in December, he was charged with another assault, a separate incident. And for that incident, he was arrested and sent to Rikers Island Jail for 55 days. He was released on February 1st, 1979, and the day he was released He died of a heroin overdose. Now, it's unclear if that was suicide, if that was intentional overdose. We're we're not really sure. You can actually learn more about this story by watching the 1986 movie Sid and Nancy. 
it details the final phase of their lives. Okay, this next story, you know what? Go with me on this one. We're going to go to 1992 and Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, we're talking wrestling here. He beat Ric Flair for the WWF, it's now the WWE, heavyweight title. All right, so we know that wrestling is scripted and that the outcomes are determined in advance and saying this kills the middle school kid in me because that was so much fun back then. But let's go on with this. The way that he won the belt was predetermined, but the way that he lost the belt was unknown by Brett. Okay, so check this out. Brett had a 20-year contract with the WWE, but guess what? The WWE was having financial issues. So, the owner of the WWE, Vince McMahon, told Brett, well, maybe, you know, you could go to the WCW and get a contract there. It was kind of a win-win scenario. Okay, well, the problem is that Brett was the champ of the WWE, and Vince didn't want his championship belt to appear on his competitors' wrestling. Okay, Brett, in his final fight with Shawn Michaels... Brett was going to win the match and then later forfeit the belt before he left the WWE. But Vince had a different plan. He told Shawn Michaels to just win. And that's what happened. Brett lost the match, lost the belt, and this is known as the Montreal Screwjob. It's probably the most controversial thing to ever happen in wrestling. So, if you're a fan, you know this story. If you're not, now you've got something to talk about with a wrestling fan. So, there you go. I just gave you a conversation starter. Okay, let's move now to last year. In New Orleans, part of the Hard Rock Hotel, which was under construction, collapsed. The collapse killed three and injured 20. A sad note about this story is that the partially collapsed building... It's still there. They have started demolition, but it's going to take some time. Last week, the building caught fire. Wow, talk about bad luck at this building. Uh, it was a small fire, and it was sparked by the demolition crew. They were able to get that out right away, and the building is still sitting there partially collapsed. All right, let's take a look at today's birthday. Hugh Jackman turns 52. Kurt Cameron hits the big 5-0 today. Katie Piper is 37, and Iris Apto is 18. That's your look at October 12th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>